I've been doing that with Jesse. I'll do that yeah. with Jesse, too. So, uh, um, can you learn semaphore code for me? Because I prefer that with flags. Help. I've got a pretty good flag for you. It's my middle finger, motherfucker. Oh, hey, look, you're digging on me already. I know. And welcome <laughs> to the Something Random Podcast, <laughs> where sometimes <laughs> we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I am your humble, humblest, most humblest of hosts, Charles Joseph Kelly. Oh, okay, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, I am your co-host, Michael C. McBeth. I don't know if I'm humble or not. I can never you're in like the, tell. You're in the middle there? Am I in the middle most of the time? I'm I'm the most humblest. I don't listen to what I say. But uh, but I am Joel, and I'm sorry I interrupted your intro there. It's a, it's, it's, I, I, was, I was doing a reprise of my West Side Storyline. It's okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Michael, how was the show? It was good. It's, it is a show. To uh to uh pull back the curtain like show the facade that is our show we had a couple episodes <laughs> recorded extra just for you opening your show yes indeed well uh, the two of, two of us you, yeah, you opening both, our yeah, show because Joel show. was was the set painter yeah. and it is so it's good is the show glorious. good do you like it do you, I mean I think it's good um, <laughs> I did I watched the preview I thought it was a good show I'm not <laughs> I think I've said this on the show before for those that don't know I'm not super crazy about musical theater <laughs> like it's not my favorite thing but w- when it's done well yeah i like it mm-hmm. you know and they do they do well thanks um yeah we've had a lot of cast discussions i don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with cole porter's kiss me kate i think <laughs> all of our listeners which is zero i would, ass- uh, I would assume pretty much everyone zero. knows <laughs> cole porter's entire songbook by oh, totally, yeah, so, exactly. yeah so it features songs such as too darn hot always true to you in my fashion the 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 great hits An- that everybody knows another mm-hmm. show actually they are pretty well known but anyways the, okay okay the before we begin okay I, I want to let our audience know Please let me know if you've heard any of those fucking songs, because Too Darn Hot is obviously one of those. Too Darn Hot, everybody knows. If you're in theater, you know Too Darn Hot, but I want to see, because I'm sure there's quite a bit of our audience that doesn't listen to theater. Another opening, another show, I I feel is is a pretty well-known one. For musical theater people, for sure. And even, well, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we will find out. So it's a musical version of Taming of the Shrew. And I imagine that Taming of the Shrew was a very progressive play in in Shakespeare time. <laughs> you know. And nowadays, and I actually had an audience member at my table, because it's dinner theater, um, ask me, so... Why don't I see more productions of this happening? And I said, well, you know, we've discussed it as a cast, and I think it's very difficult to do this show without coming across as very misogynistic. Right. <laughs> and so a lot of people just don't even want to touch it. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I feel like there are some great moments that that rise to the occasion and give give a good equality sense. Mm-hmm. This one especially, but pretty much every Cole Porter show, this is, this is how I picture him putting them together. He takes his entire songbook of, of leftover songs that he hasn't used. He sits <laughs> on the floor. He spreads them all out in front of him, and he goes, okay, I've been wanting to use this one. Oh, I really like this one. And he, like, 
picks, you know, yep. a good dozen, half dozen, whatever, and he shuffles them like a deck of cards. <laughs> and he goes, great. Now all I need is a plot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's just borrow one from, from the bard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Shakespeare. He wrote shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're going to take all my songs. We'll put them to Shakespeare. It's so, it, no, it, it doesn't it even really, have to matter. Like It could yeah, be just like a random man. song. It is, a billion it is, dollars doing it. So. It is by far one of the most mismatched musicals <laughs> in that sense, where the, the songs have nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> but you guys do it very well. <laughs> well, thanks. All um, right, really quick, yeah. before we go, I want to do a quick little improv session here. Let's let's do a song that wouldn't make sense with the plot of a show. So like some random song that we can add into a different show. Let's say a stage show. Let's say more Shakespeare. Okay. Right? Let's choose let's choose a, a Shakespeare show. Romeo and Juliet? Do you want to do like do classic okay. or do sure. you want to do Midsummer's Night Dream? No, stick Romeo and Juliet. Romeo it's, and Juliet. It's, let's stick to Romeo and Juliet. All right. So and what are we doing? We're going to I'm going to choose specific scenes, right? Okay. And then we're going to choose random songs that really don't fucking fit. That we make up on the spot or no, songs that no, are already no. written. Songs, no, that, are, that, are written. songs okay. that are already written. I thought written. we were gonna improv musics. Are we are we gonna do we wanna choose a style? Do we wanna do something a little no. bit more modern? No. No, no all style. over the place. All yeah. over oh, the place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Smattering. All right. So Juliet scene. Mm-hmm. Exterior. Mm-hmm. Balcony. Mm. Juliet Juliet steps onto the balcony and says, "Forsooth, young Juliet." No, that's 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 <laughs> Reaper Madness. Uh, Romeo, Romeo, where art thou, Romeo? And a song starts playing. Joel, what is that song? Right in front of your eyes from the wedding singer. Okay, okay. <laughs> that, Not bad. That would make sense. Bad, yeah. In a Cole Porter kind of a way. Uh huh. All right. So they are sitting there, Michael, and they're both about to take the poison together. Okay. Right. You know, actually, you know what? They, they've decided to take the poison together. They're like, I'm going to, we're going to kill ourselves. Right. They don't do that. That's not the ending. One does. And then the other one does. <laughs> but that's, that's the point. Um, <laughs> right. Right. And what happens? Michael, what song? Girl, I must warn you. Okay. Poison. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Oh, that's a, that's a good, that's a good choice. big button to smile. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. That was good. I, I like that little bit that we got going there. So, uh, guys, what? <laughs> let's move the fuck on. Uh, what have we been watching this week? What have you guys been watching? Well, I found, because I got a notification, that there are new episodes of The Tick on Amazon Prime. Yes, there is. Yeah. I've seen, like, ads upon ads upon ads yep. for it. And I watched all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? How many episodes are there? The, uh, I think it was like five or six, but they are very short. They're tw- okay. 20 minutes or less. I think they're 15, actually. Really? That short? They they seem to go by very quickly, and I, I haven't ever actually timed them out. Well, and they're not on uh, like a cable network, right? Aren't no, they? it's, they're just it's an Amazon Prime they're, original. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Executive producer is Patrick Warburton, but he's not playing the he's tick not in anymore. anymore. Yeah. I gotta say, oh my gosh, like such a such a wonderful balance between mocking all the stereotypes and cliches of superhero yeah. action stuff and also falling into those cliches like, <laughs> back and forth. And and it's it's just a fun, silly romp. It's it's n- nothing to write home about. It's not, yeah. you know, 
Emmy winning or anything, but it's <laughs> it's fun. I might have to check it out. I never uh, now would I have had to follow the entire first tick or can I turn this on and be okay with it? It's I, a I watched it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a complete reboot because they okay. the first episode uh, well and also it's very adult. It's not right. a kid's cartoon right. anymore. Well they had a live action before with right? Patrick Orban. Yeah, with well. Patrick Orban. Mm-hmm. And that was for kids or was that it was like a family-ish show. It still had I think that it was, very... I think it was like a teen show. Yeah, exactly. It still had that Ren and Stimpy style kind of right. humor that the, the, the cartoon had a lot, too. Sure. I, and I had watched it a couple times, but I never like got into it. But I might check out the new one Yeah, if I don't need to have seen it. Yeah. I, I would recommend it. Cool. Joel, what have you been watching? Not a ton because I've been pretty much living with a paintbrush in my hand. But I did... I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but I have... Ooh. Gross. Um, I have been watching. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I smell really bad and no, I haven't showered no, all I weekend. Had a, I had like a hair in my mouth. I don't know where that's from. Got to be in this enclosed space. With you. <laughs> I think it was on the microphone, which is even <laughs> grosser. But um, what Joel likes to do is just like every once in a while, he just starts licking the microphone. Just <laughs> and that's why he's got the hairball going on now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I did watch Celebrity Big Brother, which I talked about. I'm not, I don't want to talk about it a ton because I already talked about it, but I got sucked in. I kind of wa- started watching it and I went, this is so stupid. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I have to watch the whole thing now and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. The finale was on last night, but I haven't watched it as DVR. I think I know who won, though, because I think I saw it on Instagram. I tried to flip by it real quick. But anyway, that was uh, what I've been watching. And, uh, you know, just catching the last of the Olympics, which I also won't talk a ton about because we already talked about that. Oh, but, yeah, right. the Olympics. But you know what I didn't bring up when we talked about it before was the the weirdest event for me is that biathlon, is that what it's called? Where they ski really fast and then shoot? Is that what it's called? Biathlon? This is a sport. Okay, so what the fuck are you talking no, about? They, no, this they is a sport? ski around. Yeah, they ski around like as fast as they can, like like Olympic speed, right? And then they have to stop, and they have these shotguns <laughs> or like rifles, not shotguns. Okay, do they carry the the rifles on them while they're skiing, uh, or do they hand them off once? They uh, because it would be hilarious no, I, I if they they're on their skis, like skiing down a slope, just like. No, they. I don't think they. <laughs> that would be them. entertaining. I would watch that. <laughs> but they have to watch. stop. But they're all like out of breath and stuff, and breathing heavy. And they're going like trying to aim at these targets, and it's just like this is the weirdest thing. I, don't I know. would love to see the X Games version of that, where maybe it's an AR-15, <laughs> and oh they gosh. they have to shoot objects in the air uh, while they're skiing down the slope, like in a classic <laughs> James Bond film. Oh man, I feel like these biathletes could be doing so many more things to protect the country. Like, can we have them ski around schools maybe or something, (laughs) you know, or uh, something? It's relevant. That was a relevant joke. Well, I wasn't, uh, (laughs) it could work. Yep. But yeah. And you guys, I could be a biathlete and only do one event. So which event? Put that that together. That's all I'm going to say on that. Cool. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. Because I'm a bi-athlete. Oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving on, what'd you watch? <laughs> that was going to be my joke, but... Well, I'm sorry. It's I okay. stole it from you. It's okay. Um, so, <laughs> I watched Annihilation last night. Oh, I yeah. still haven't seen Black Panther, and I've heard like amazing things, but I went to see Annihilation because Black Panther was full. Annihilation was f- incredible. Yay! It's a... Uh, like horror suspense 
So I think you would like it, Michael. I it's, am it's pretty very, sure I would. It's very suspense-like. I wouldn't say like like Requiem for a Dream, but not that fucked up. But it's it's okay. very suspenseful. It's done by the guy who did uh, Ex Machina, the um, right. Machina, and it's right. the, which I enjoyed, yeah, thoroughly. Yeah, so it was that. And I'm the same way. You know, this week I didn't have enough time to watch anything. Yeah, because I mean, like we talked about this beforehand. I'm not going to talk about what's going on, kind of behind the scenes, but a lot of crap is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a dra- it's a drama fest. Literally, there's just turds in the mm-hmm. in the studio in the right studio now. It's the, sho- the it's the shower it's the shower it's the shower scene at the gym. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, but there was there was one other thing <laughs> that I watched. I made sure to watch because Michael, what is that? <laughs> are, are you are you intoxicated? Is that what this is? No, it's Beep. Mama June watch. This is Mama June watch the show where I. Watch this shitty show called Mama June Not to Hot. And, guys, mm-hmm. Alana, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Honey Boo Boo, mm-hmm. has gone missing. <gasps> what? Yes. Okay, so here is the situation. Here Wait, is the isn't, sitch. That, isn't that bad? Yeah. Okay. It's bad. So, Mama June has decided to do a a, a pageant, right? I think I've talked about this a little bit on a, a previous did, one. Yes, where she like her her big decision was to do a pageant with Honey Boo Boo, and that was going to be like a mother daughter thing, right? And uh, Mama June was talked into hiring an actual pageant coach instead of having Alana do it because Alana is an 11 year old child and she doesn't know what she's doing. So when she <laughs> did that, Alana felt useless. And, like, her mom didn't want her around, so she left. And we don't know if she's coming back to the show. Oh, my. What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean she left? What, like, she left the well, house? Okay, like, so, has, like, the, has she physically gone missing? Th- that's what they played on oh. a bit. Because they play up the drama. They play up the drama. I think that, obviously, they know where she is because they have cameras on them, like, 24-7. But she so. won't, like, As of out. now, from where I'm at in the show... Mm-hmm. She is not wanting to be on the show. Hmm. So, cool. Cool. All right. Yeah. It was. It's. It's very intriguing, and that's. That's pretty much. Pretty Wouldn't much that uh, kind of kill the show? I mean. I mean, yes, but obviously they're playing up the drama. She's going to be back the next episode. You know right. that's because they're under contract. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing that happened on Dance Moms all the time. They're like, "We're leaving the studio. We're never coming back." And then the next episode, they're in it. So, yeah. or like the uh, Family Guy where they killed Brian the dog, and he was back in like two episodes. <laughs> yeah, which hilariously enough, I just have to say, <laughs> there was an episode recently where they would uh, they would have random pop up facts that helped move the story along mm-hmm. right it was just a gimmick that they did and then completely unrelated to the story uh a pop-up came up that said everyone freaked out when brian died but you haven't missed him in this episode have you and it was like <laughs> crap he hasn't been in this episode <laughs> it was brilliant that's good <sighs> it was more the fact that the marketing was so big. Like, guess what, guys? This is the episode we're going to kill the dog. Welcome to the death dog episode. And the only character that Seth MacFarlane does without doing a voice. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I what I watched. Nothing, cool. nothing else. I mean... We've editing, all been leading busy lives lately. Editing mm, a bunch of podcasts. Doobly. All that fun jazz. Y'all. 
<sighs> so, I have a question for you guys. Yes. <laughs> this. Uh, Can you do that one more time? Sorry, I was like uh, over over your thing. <clears throat> do you want me to say yes again? <gasps> no. <laughs> yes. All right, getting all warmed up there. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. <gasps> yes, you do. <laughs> Wow. Wow. You were so ready for that. I was so ready, Michael. <laughs> yes. My question, I have I have kind of a, my own interpretation of this question, so I'm interested to hear your reactions. Okay. Uh, the question is, what movies that you love manipulate your feelings the most? And that, that could be crying, laughing, etc. Just mm-hmm. all the... Emotions. Okay, mm-hmm. I like this. I like this question. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here first because mine is one that I talk about pretty consistently, and that's Requiem for a Dream. Mm. I love how that movie makes me feel like shit at the end of the movie. Like every single time I watch it, it's that really gut wrenching, just like terrible feeling. Yeah. And like that sounds terrible that I like feeling that emotion, but it's like something where I'm like, this is a movie that really can do that and it's art that can make me feel like crap after an hour and a half two Mm. hours I love that so another movie was Buried with Ryan Reynolds which was kind of the same thing where by the end I was like fuck really (laughs) okay Anyways, Uh, yeah I like that you said that because I you think about the word manipulate is you don't think it's something that you would want to have done to you, but that's why we watch movies. Oh, totally. That's why we watch TV that's and read why books. Some people do, <laughs> and and read books. No, yeah, yeah, it is. You want to laugh at something. You want your feelings to be manipulated. You may want to cry. You want cry. Yeah, you, you may want to get like that heightened sense of. I mean, you don't watch uh, adrenaline be, from watching an action yeah, film. You don't, yeah. you don't watch things to be bored. You may watch things to get information, sure, but even if you're watching, you okay. know, National Geographic. Yeah. or something you still you you, you, you want to learn feel something so maybe maybe the people i'm thinking of just <clears throat> are only going for one emotion every single time yeah yeah and exactly that's so is. that's why they enjoy comedy movies because they want right. to laugh they like that that or they, feeling or they don't want to be made to think right totally and like you said with the feeling crappy and you know terrified or whatever it's that's why i like to watch scary movies and read and read ghost stories all the time i i like that feeling because it takes me it takes me out of my reality and makes me feel like you know it just it manipulates my feelings Mm -hmm. but you know i like to watch stuff that makes me laugh too and you know from time to time watch something that makes you cry i have plenty of things here of my examples (laughs) because i always do but probably my favorite thing to do is what do we hear? You hear that too? Is it out there or? Yeah. Yeah, it's something really loud outside. It is. <clears throat> Hold, please. It's just that guy's fucking music. It's really fucking loud. I'm not hearing it now. I wonder. No, the computer's not on here. Yeah. My computer's no, on mute. It's just bleeding through the soundproofing, which yeah. is means it's very loud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, movies. Listen. <clears throat> listen, Linda. <clears throat> Linda. Linda. Listen. I can't remember where I trailed off, so I'm just gonna jump in. There are movies that I like to watch that make me cry. Be, just because they're so good. Uh, I think one that 
I know that a lot of people have liked and have gone, oh, my God, that movie's so beautiful and so amazing and so touching is What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. Have you guys seen that? I haven't, actually. Uh, Yes? Yeah. That movie is incredible. you got to check it out. I might loan it to you. I have it on DVD. It's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in it, um, and it's just – it takes his life and really puts it into perspective for him. So the whole premise of the movie, Michael, is Robin Williams goes to heaven. Okay. Okay. And he's like super happy, super, you know, in love with going to heaven. And he's hanging out with Cuba. Who wouldn't want to hang out with Cuba in heaven, right? But his wife goes to hell. So it's his journey through hell to try to save his wife. Interesting. And that's why they title it after the Hamlet line. Isn't that I guess. For in death what dreams may come or like sleep. Possibly. I know my sleep pretends to dream Shakespeare. I can't remember the exact line. The exact iambic pentameter that you're supposed to be saying right there? Yes. You know what's you know what's fun? Quick tangent. Iambic pentameter, my favorite one in there. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. What? Great. Wow. Okay. (laughs) No, that uh, I, I should I should watch that. Yeah, I'll, I can loan it to you. I'll bring it to you. You oh. gotta give me spinal time back first. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need that's, to bring. Yep. That's, uh, how, we, that's have, how we lend things. We're, yeah, we're all in debt for Joel right now. <laughs> Did you ever finish the state? Uh, yep. you, you, you finished it's the just, whole. Series? It's sitting on my. It's sitting on my desk. It's so great, isn't it's it? So good. Another one that messes with my emotions, and there's actually a lot of tender, heartfelt moments in them too, but also stuff that just tears you apart and makes you we- it makes me weep anyways mask with share okay. probably <laughs> not, no, not, not the, the Jim Carrey one. no no no, no, no. <laughs> that's the same thing that happens no, with no not the mask that's the same thing that happens with The Room and Room those are two <laughs> completely different movies yes but uh, but no I get you man Cher- every time I hear smoking no, like, no 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 Cher <laughs> no, uh, should have won the Academy Award for that but she didn't um, and then Anytime there's animals that may die or potentially die, my dog Skip, Homeward Bound, Marley and Me. Well, I never saw that because I hate Owen Wilson, but mm. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Oh, don't you on the seat. No. Okay. Um. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, um, it's but, like we have three jokes on this podcast. I know. I, I know. love our three jokes, though. It's great. They are. They don't I, get old. But going back to scary, because I love to be scared, I, I just I love being put in a place that is not is not my reality the strangers paranormal activity Blair Witch Project anything that's like real like that for me and people I know a lot of people that watch those movies and just go nothing's going on I don't understand why this is scary and I'm like I'm letting my imagination do a lot of work yep and the first paranormal activity yeah. I was like oh fuck this is so you, frightening you see so little that's actually scary mm-hmm. but if you let your brain do a lot of the work it's but anyway yeah, yeah. Which is why I don't do Which is why you because, don't because I get so really immersed in every story. Mm-hmm. And so my my slight twist on my answer for this question is that yes, I love to feel the feels and if I'm going to if I'm going to cry basically any of the recent Pixar films, you know, up Toy Story 3, yeah. those kind of things. My all-time favorite movie, I'm not even sure if I've mentioned it on the podcast yet, is Swing Kids. You haven't. I haven't. Well, Swing Kids is still my all-time favorite movie. 
and not just because of the feels, but because of how much it makes me think. Yeah. And and I think that the emotions are the gateway to that deeper thought for me, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. It does, yeah. I mean I don't I can't think of any examples, but I, I totally know what you're what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and so to, to to see this spectrum where you've got three guys and all of them are in essentially the same situation and how differently they respond and then you've got this one character who's kind of caught in the middle and it's like okay well i could go this route or i could go this route or what what am i doing right <laughs> so yeah. the element of confusion confusion um, stuff that's all over too makes me uh, the, the best my my favorite ones are the ones that are all over like they make me laugh they make me cry they make me think forest gum comes to mind mm, forest gum is perfect yeah for that. it's got those really sad moments when all his, the people that are so close to him die and there's all those happy things where you know he finds out he has a kid spoiler alert and <laughs> stuff that makes us laugh and you know stuff that's scary when he's yeah. in the war and Absolutely. you know all kinds of or you know and talk about challenging the form too because there's there's not really even an antagonist in that film yeah there's not there's no it's, there's I, no villain I, there's no yeah there is an antagonist but i mean it's like more ethereal it's, it's history. like time and yeah. history is is his mm. own villain in this this movie or death as a whole yeah. even I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. it takes away three of the closest people in his life. I love, I love movies like that where it's like, it's not just some evil dude, right? It's like yeah. the world. A bad guy. There's like this, there's this sci-fi series that I read when I was a kid and the whole premise was like, it's, it's like high fantasy, like Lord of the Rings, right? But it's actually based in this like way post, post-apocalyptic world where they think that the technology that we have now is magic, like lasers and stuff like that, okay. is magic and stuff like that. Okay. And it's at the end of the universe when we're about to experience heat death, right? And that's pretty much like where all the stars go out, you know, all this other stuff. And just like all the energy is dead in the universe. And that is the villain. It's like... How do we, how do huh. we, like, we're, nobody's going to survive, period. Now what? <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, and that's, the, I a love little, stuff like a that. A little bit like uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Yeah. Which was a good movie. Yeah. Makes you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love stuff that makes you think. I, I don't like stuff, I, 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 I don't like <laughs> when it makes me, when I, when stuff makes me think too much, like, when I can't just fit, okay, now, I'm, let me complete a sentence. Um, that would be nice. There, there's a difference between, like I said with the scary movies, where I use my imagination, that kind of thing. But then there's things like where you just don't know why something happens. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, why, why is this going on? And you can't figure it out. And people are like, so, and then someone will explain it to me. And I'm like, how did you figure that out? I right. Don't, I don't know. Where'd you get that from? And... Like, well, weren't you watching the movie? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. Anyway. I was watching a different movie than you, apparently. Yes. And there's, uh, uh, just to cap on the end of this, the stuff that makes me happy is some of the best, you know, obviously, who doesn't like to feel good? Sure. Right? But still kind of all over the place. A League of Their Own I love because it's got the sad bits, it's got the happy bits. And to get totally corny... Mary Poppins. It's been one of my favorite movies since I was a kid. I could watch it ten thousand times. It's it got so many happy moments, tender moments. Yeah, and just like 
I don't know. And one of the yeah. first, like, really platonic friendships. Friendships. With, right. with Bert and Mary, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. she she leaves and he just like waves. And okay, so it's do you, wonderful. Question yeah. with the new movie that's coming out: Do you think that they're still going to play up that as a friendship and not as a relationship? I hope so. I I have a feeling they're gonna s- fall slightly into that trap, and I mean the stage version does toe the line a little bit more than the movie. Really. Hmm? Yeah, I, I yeah. The know. weird sex scene in the, the stage play is <laughs> is a little a little much. I think I don't like the stage version. I I, I don't like yeah, the it's, stage it's version. Not good. We I have discussed don't. that. Mm-hmm. Um, We've discussed that not on microphone because it happened really close. Well, with yeah. the well, and, and, and no, it's not the it's not the fault of the company. You know, I mean, I've I've been talking with several performers about shows that they wish they weren't in, you know, and it's just like, yeah, no, you guys performed it really well. Just, it was terribly written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like that Cole Porter thing where they go, oh, we got to put this song in somewhere. Right. And then they write a new scene. It's like, did you really have to? I mean, there's a reason the movie's good, you know? So. Gentlemen. Yes, sir. Because I think you both will agree with me on this. This week is brought to you by Sleep. <sighs> Yes, I love Sleep. Are they our sponsors this week? Try so that. Sleep is our sponsor this week. You guys are probably getting that a little bit more now. I am not. I wish I had Sleep right now. So, kind of a nice little anecdote here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you kind of my week this week, okay. which is a nightmare. And it's even more of a nightmare as of like two hours ago when I got an email from Ken, uh, Ken uh, at uh, UNC, who's like, hey, do you want to do you want to uh, teach my acting for film class this week? I was like, this week? <laughs> yeah, sure. So want I'm, and can are two different things. Do I want to or can? It was so it was a it was a toss up today between sleep and podcasts because oh, that's I, I'm I'm spending about just as much time on both of those things this week, uh, and it's not gonna be not gonna be good because I'm recording. <laughs> not gonna be good. No, I'm recording six podcasts this week, right? As well as teaching a podcast class. Friday, so there's not going to be any sleep. Can Plus, we take, also teaching. Can a, we take the class because we have no idea? What we're how doing. do you cast pod? How do you cast a pod? Yeah. As well as sorry, what else? Uh, as well as teaching and acting for film class now. Yeah. Uh, Which is awesome that you're like guest teaching the yeah the thing. That's, yeah. So I'm going to be jumping. That's going to help he, the class a lot. I yeah, think. I think so too, and I think that's going to be very beneficial for everybody to actually. Work with somebody who works on film. So what is your sleep schedule? Uh, my sleep schedule... As of late. Well, I would be getting it to bed at about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then be up by about 6 or 7 so that I can get going in the morning. Why so, so late and why so early? Work really late at night and work really early in the morning. And that's, yeah, but, that's, but doing what? Which, which Order up. Order up. Specifically oh. those those for those times, but like filling in everything in between because I knew this week was coming up, uh-huh. right? So I, I was like, hmm, since I know this week is going to be like a nightmare, I'm going to definitely need to sleep at some point. So uh, let's... Uh, it's a nightmare, guys. You need to take care of yourself, my man. It's mm-hmm. it's rough. I'm I've on three caffeinated beverages in the last eight hours. Oof. You need to take nope. care of yourself, my man. You got to get some sleep. Yeah, you got to take some time off or something. I'm not kidding, man. So it's not my, good for you, uh, Michael. Nope. Yes, <laughs> you're editing uh, some podcasts for me in a couple weeks, right? 
Sure. Yeah. Right when I get back from vacation, I will start <laughs> editing those for it's you. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. I'll sleep at some point. Where um, are you going? Hawaii? I'm going to Florida. Oh, almost as good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sleep eventually. Are you going to meet Florida man? I'm going to meet uh, our Florida friend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I won't name drop, though. <laughs> does, he, does he listen to the podcast? Who? Just say who it is. Josh Nelson. Yeah. Oh, Josh Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Josh, do you listen to the podcast? I would love to have <laughs> Say, him on. I wish we could blink twice for yes if you listen. To next the time, podcast. next time he's in town, we should get him. We should get him. I'm, I'm oh, so absolutely. Down. That'd be great. <laughs> the one-liners on that guy. Are oh, you yeah. kidding me? So every single time I talk about Josh Nelson, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact he would be fine with me telling the story, so I'm going to tell this story. Oh, go for it. Okay. Every single time I talk to somebody, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I know Josh Nelson. He showed me his penis." Oh God. Is like because 90, of when he had it pierced. Yeah, because of when he had his dick pierced, and that's kind of like the general conversation. Where I'm like, yeah, that's that's the Josh Nelson that that I know. And I do um, remember in college asking him, I was like, why do you do that? Is it just like a good conversation starter? Yeah, you know, I feel you're like at he, parties, like oh, that's a good punch. Yeah. I pierced my cock. Yeah, I feel like he got it to show his penis to people. <laughs> why <laughs> else would you? Why else would you? Let's be real here. It's, like, it's not just for you. Yeah. It's, yeah, I would be like, I would show. I can show you my dick. <laughs> like, that would be my Don't life. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Um, no, unless there's a dick piercing, then everybody wants to see it. Um, <laughs> yow. Oh, so, dear. Oh, dear. Joel. Anyway, you guys, I have a six degrees for you. Oh, yeah. Challenge. Yeah. Challenge. Now, here's what I'm going to do this week, because I'm anticipating that you're going to need a clue. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm get, when I give you the person, I'm going to give you three movies that the person is in, and you get, or I'm going to give you three movies. You get to pick one. You get to pick one of those movies, and I'll give you three people in that movie. Oh, okay. Okay. If you need it. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So the first clue would be the three movies. If you can go from there, we'll go from there. Okay. That works for me. Because it's a bit of a challenge, but I wanted to challenge you. I appreciate okay. a challenge. Because you've solved my last few, so I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. So, for no particular reason at all, we are going from share to share. Share to share Horowitz, Alicia Silverstone, and Clueless. Well, not in Clueless, but that was her character name. So share to share. Share to Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Okay. Who I I can name a bunch of things off the bat that she was in. Oh, talking about off the bat. Ah, she was in the first bat. one to not have bat nipples. <laughs> no, that one was the one with the bat no, nipples. Bat. But she she just had bat boobs. They didn't yeah, show she, the bat she nipples. Had, she had bat tits, bat not breasts, bat nipples. Bat yes. breasts. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the rules titties. are simple. You got to know the name of the actor. You got to know the name of the movie. Uh, and I'm going to give you okay. guys... I'll give you five minutes. Okay? Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right, buddy. Help me out. What the hell was Sharon? I don't have no fucking clue. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can okay. you think of any? Was she in Xanadu? No, she was in Xanadu. I'll give you. Th- I'll give you three clues. I'll give you three movies. She, was she okay? Was she in Zoolander as herself? No, uh, not that I know. Of. Uh, okay. she, was she in Tu Wang Fu? Because no, no, I'll give you three movies. Okay, okay. I'll give you three movies: Mask, Moonstruck, and Mermaids. Let's do let's do Moonstruck because okay. I, I think there's some actors in there that we I don't know people from Shit, any I of those movies. Who's in that? You know I forgot to look up. I'm gonna pause the time. Okay. 
because I forgot to look up who I was going to give from that because I was just going to give you one movie. Hey friends, this is your humble host Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, I'm exhausted and need a nap. Would you like a strictly platonic snuggle buddy? Uh, So, lots of things are happening on the back end of the podcast that we can't really talk about yet. If you listen to the podcast pretty consistently, you'll notice that something is missing from this middle bit, and you may be able to infer what's going on, but as of now, we can't make an official statement about it. I'm hoping to have an episode about it in the near future. Uh, I do want to do a couple shout-outs to the podcast. Number one is to our friend Nancy Dreckman, who just started a podcast called Mom Friends, which is a freaking blast, and I can't recommend it enough. It's so good. Number two is Derek with Sometimes Geek, who was on our show last week. Dude, I hope you are feeling better. I don't know if you can hear it right now, but somebody in the other room is blasting their freaking music, so hopefully it's not too distracting for this middle bit. But uh, starting next week, we're going to be back to releasing promos for shows for other podcasts. Some will be our own produced shows from Something Random, but we also want to promote some of the fantastic shows we love. Anyways, thanks again for checking out the show. I think the world of you. And if I'm going to be honest, I love you. So we've got Cher in Moonlighting. Moonstruck. Moon Moonstruck with, with Nick Cage. Okay. Uh, Nick Cage was in uh, Face Off. John Travolta. With John Travolta. Okay. So then, well, that's two. You've got like four now on your fingers. Okay. I don't know what you're doing. And Counting then, actors, not steps. So uh, John Travolta was in Pulp Fiction with Bruce Willis, who was in Expendables 3 with Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, who was in Batman with, with Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. She was in yeah. that movie, so that's five. Cool. You got it. Boom. Booyah. Bah. With a hint, but still not bad. Do I mean, we, what was our time? 421. 420. Ooh, you're kind of no, no, no. 421. No, that doesn't fucking matter then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, not, so, it's not funny now. We're so, not blazing anymore. So, so tell us again what you came up with. This was a pretty good one. Yes. So You guys, um, you guys did a good job on this one. I, I wasn't sure if you are going to be able to get it. Go it for was it. a good, like, focused effort. We were just, like, very analytical with it, I felt. Yeah. I, ra- I rarely sit back and let you watch you guys do this because usually you get mine pretty quick. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this was kind of fun. I was kind of worried about this one a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Alicia Silverstone herself was, I mean, that was kind of like, oh, Batman, obviously. That's the one. I mean, I, we could have done Clueless as well uh, and, uh, and we Donald Faison. We could have ste- skipped a step. Honestly, because Chris Walken in Pulp Fiction, and he was in Blast in the Past with Alicia Silverstone as well. Oh shit, that would have been good. <laughs> so, so tell us what you what you had. Dude, let's do that one instead. We'll do that one. So we had Cher in Moonstruck. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Moonstruck. Moonstruck with Nick Cage apparently, and Nick Cage was in Face Off with John Travolta, mm-hmm. who did Pulp Fiction with. Originally, we went with Bruce Willis, but also with Christopher Walken, who was in Blast in the Past with Alicia Silverstone. There you go. Boom, done. The other route we went was with Bruce Willis, Expendables 3 with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was in Batman Forever. No, no, Batman Returns. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Right. Batman and Robin. Was that John Travolta in Batman? What? The voice that you just did? Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, can you please do John Travolta as Batman really quick? Oh my God, Robin! We gotta get to the cave, baby. I, my wife, I think, I think my, that's what I heard first, and I was like, 
That would be amazing. I think that John Travolta would make a great Robin in the Tom Hanks Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so 70s John Travolta, right? Yeah. Not, uh, not Pulp Fiction John Travolta. Yes. Because that, that could work, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, Robin, uh, <laughs> got to get to the Batmobile. Hey, That's Batman. Like... Hey, Batman, baby. <laughs> no, okay, and then we have Christopher Walken as the Penguin, right? He's like, oh, Batman. I I, uh, I grew up in the sewer. I, I don't have a Walken. I, uh, I, uh, I'm a Penguin. Wow. Oh, ow, Batman. And I put a watch up my ass. <laughs> So let me tell you what I had for my six degrees. My, I got mine in two degrees. It was share in um, Mermaids with Christina Ricci, who was in The Addams Family with Dan Hedaya, who was in Clueless with Cher. Cool. No, or, with Cher, one. with Alicia Silverstone. With the Cher, the other Cher. The other Cher, Cher Horowitz. Very nice. Oh, Very nice. That was fun. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Thank you for the hint. Oh, yes, you're welcome. So wait, does that hint count? It was part of the... Part of the gig was he part of the deal. Yeah. So, do you have to watch a shitty movie? I'll watch whatever you want, but I'm already like so three watching things behind. You know so. what? Let's just let's just not do a watching <laughs> thing this week because. Well, I mean, but I the got, last time I lost, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll totally just catch I, up on my shit," and then I never did. My movie passes on the way. By the time I'm back, we could go watch Annihilation. Mm. Annihilation. Yeah. I'll I do go see it see again. Yeah. Okay. I'm so down. Yeah. Cool, man. Let's do that because I really want to see that. Mm-hmm. Plus, a lot of things that are in theaters now. I I did get to see Thor right when it hit the two dollar theater, but that's. Have you seen Black Panther yet? No, we need to go see that. No, I know. I've been like so behind. Yeah, Seth watched it last night. I haven't asked him what he thought of it yet, but it's gotten nothing but like rave reviews. I don't really know what else is in the theaters right now. I haven't been paying attention. Uh, there's the the new Wallace and Gromit kind of style of movie. Oh yeah, where yeah. it's like it's called Early Man, where it's a bunch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Caveman. Yeah, Caveman. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that looks like fun. Yeah. Is it wow, actual sliced bread? That's the best thing since. Ever <laughs> is it is it actually stop motion or is it computer animated? I think it's a mixture of both, just because that's how they do stop motion nowadays. But I think that they you you saw in some of the like behind scenes stuff where they would take the actors through the sets and it's like this like the size of this table that we're at here yeah. with like beautiful giant buildings yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think it's stop motion for the most okay, part. But cool. I mean, like you have to fill in. They did which, that with uh, Coraline too and, and Frank and Kubo, Kubo, yeah, and Kubo. with and, yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know, and I I always felt like that was a dying art. But it seems like they're still doing it, which I uh, love. Yeah. So I was so upset that Kubo did not do well, like financially. What's mm. Kubo? Kubo, Kubo and, and the Two, two Strings. strings. It's in, it's incredible. Oh, it's, it's so good, good. I've never even heard of that's Kubo? the movie. Okay, that's the that's the yep. freaking movie that yep. you have to watch. K U B O. Kubo. Yep. That's uh, that's the full title of the and movie. And the two strings. Kubo yeah. and the two strings. Okay, I'm gonna write this down on my yep. it's, it's shorter, it's about like ninety minutes, so it's not like the biggest Where'd my card go? movie to watch. <laughs> but it's so good. K U I'm writing big. B O <laughs> Got it? Kubo. Got it. Okay. Is it on Netflix? Well, it's, I'll yeah, check it. well, it was. I don't know if it's on there. I'll I'm check sure see. it probably is because it made no money. But the stop motion, I love it. I think it's great. I when it whenever it's computer animated stop motion that looks that's made to look like that, I'm like it's just not the same. I mean, I which appreciate, people said about digital video. I know, and I appreciate a well. good. I appreciate good computer animation, like you know the Toy Story and Up and all that stuff like right. that. I love that. I think it's great. Monsters Inc. There's something about real stop motion that just I just love so much. And, Coraline 
Coraline was my the most recent one that I freaking loved. I also loved Frank good. and Weenie, but Coraline, I loved the story of Coraline so much. The last stop motion one that I really loved was Fantastic Mr. Fox. I thought that was so yeah. charming. Yeah. <clears throat> Co man. All right, you guys. Well, I wanted to introduce a new segment. I'm Woo! so excited new for segment. this Wee! segment. Yeah, you guys ready for this? Sure. So, I took your abbreviation from Star Trek and I put it to our own segment. So we're we're calling this STD. You, well, no. SRD. No, 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 no. I, I want us to discuss things that we've discovered recently, and I want to call it something random. Disco. So we can just bring up things that we've found either podcasts or TV shows or whatever that we've discovered recently that we just have fallen in love with immediately and would like to share with our listeners. So, cool. Yeah. Do either... I might I might not have any this week, but uh, that's okay. I like the concept. Okay. I've got. I mean, I've got. A, I've got one. Yeah. What do you got? Have you guys seen the new Pretty Red social media that came out called Vero? Vero. Uh, no, but I've heard of it, and I want to make one really bad uh, because it I've looks heard... absolutely incredible. I haven't actually checked it out, but I've seen the people that are joining, and I'm like, I got to check this out. It's it's super. Pro- so the whole premise that they're doing is they're like, we're, we're going to take the really good things from Instagram, right? How positive okay. it can be, having it be based around art, right? Yeah. Having like you have to post a picture. Right. With everything that you do. So but that picture can be from a movie that you watch. So you can post the poster of a movie that you just saw and you're like, I fucking love this movie. Okay. Or you can make your own post and like post a photo that you just took. Or you could post a link to a website and pull a photo from that and be like, oh, my gosh, this website's so amazing. Check out this thing that I found. Okay. A book, a place that you've been to, music that you're listening to. And it's the website is absolutely gorgeous. So pretty much what they're what they're trying to do with this website is make it advertise like ad free. Okay. And the way that they're doing that is by a couple of different things. Number one, after their first million subscribers, everybody else has a very small buy-in. It's like $5 for a year buy-in or something small. So that you okay. pay so that you don't have to look at advertisements, right? Okay. And they also allow you as an artist or you as a business to sell things from your page. And they take a small, like tiny minuscule percent of any sales that they do. Okay. And that's their benefit. Is like kind there's of not any, like the ridiculous amount of advertisements you see on Facebook and uh, Snapchat Instagram. has become just a giant video Fa- Snapchat, ad. Every Snapchat. other every other story I watch has an ad in between. Yeah, it. Snapchat is a nightmare. I, and Instagram's getting just as bad. And they, they all are. So I think I think this is probably a, the new thing. It's going to be. fingers crossed it stays that way. Yeah. Right? I definitely need to check that out because I've seen I follow a a lot of artists on Instagram, and I've seen them all talking about how they signed up for this and I'm like I got to do that. So I'm yeah. going to I'm going to definitely do that this week. Yeah, so there's it's it's super super rad. So that's that's mine for this week. Great. Um mine is a little nerdier. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> so working and uh, doing all this painting, I listened to a crap ton of podcasts and I stumbled across one called LeVar Burton Reads. Oh, it's so good. Did you listen to yes. it? Yes. It's, it's like reading Rainbow yes. Reboot? Yes. Yeah. No, well, not no. at all. Not at all. This is all it is, is LeVar Burton. He 
picks his favorite stories and he reads them. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's just the scenes where they read the books from <laughs> Reading Rainbow. No, 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 no. You're thinking of something else. This is a podcast called Lavar Burton Reads. It's just where he. It's not Reading Rainbow. No, he, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, saying the the stuff where he like picks his favorite stuff and then reads it. That's the whole thing. Right. And it's just uh, you know I'm a sucker. I always love short stories and I try to find. I've been try. I still have not. Yet I've still yet to find a good podcast that will scare me. But I do love short stories, and he's got some great ones. You know, some of them I'm like, I'm not feeling this one, and I'll skip it. But uh, most of them I'm like, and he's such a good storyteller. They're just so great. I'm, I'm like, I love them all. He's got the this great voice. Not a lot of commercials. He he touches on ads at the very end of the podcast, and that's it. Right. There were some nights where I was there for. 10, 12 hours, and all I did was listen to LeVar Burton Reads all night long. That is excellent. I recommend it if you love short stories. And he's, again, he's got the, one of the best storytelling voices, I think, ever. Ever. So check out LeVar Burton Reads. I shall. Yeah. And I already downloaded Vero, but I Right now, just be, signing up. just be aware, because so many people are trying to sign up right now, that it's been a little iffy on... Which has been frustrating for me because I'm like, I want to post things on this site. Like, I want to I wanna use you, baby. I need you. I don't care how degrading it is. I, no, I, I posted oh, was, a picture of a hallway. That was a bit from Scrubs. Oh, okay. She's like, I just want you to use me and I don't care how degrading it is. No, 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 no that's, not, that's not what I mean. That's, <laughs> oh my God. Mm. I just want to make you happy. Ah. Mm. Okay. So anyways. Anyways, Michael wants me that's to. That's a wonderful segue into our next segment. It's yeah. not actually. It's... That's the worst. Okay. Keep, keep going. Have fun digging it's your like, own hole. It's like those stand-up comedians that just say like, so pop tarts, right? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> you know who's the best at that? Yeah, was, but you uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, the guy that's got long hair and he's always looking at the mic. Mitch Hedberg. Yes, yes. He would go like, yeah. So anyway, my friend said, you know what I like? Mashed potatoes. I said, man, give me time to guess. And like that's the whole joke. <laughs> and then he would move on to something and do kind of like the same joke a little bit here and there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's magnificent. See, I was gonna make a joke on your behalf. But on my, my behalf or at my expense? At both. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. I'm not behold. going to because we made a decision to be positive. Oh. So this is me saying positive. This is me saying that I'm not gonna say at least they're good at that. <laughs> that's not that's me not saying that, okay? Me holding your hand instead. Okay, moving on. Here we go. <laughs> what, what are we doing, Michael? <laughs> we are too. I'm not I'm gonna sit here watching you guys feel each other up. I gotta <laughs> Uh, we are doing <laughs> how it definitely should not have ended. Um, we're going to stick with one movie for now. Just keep it a little simpler. Down to clown. So today I would like to hear your ideas for an alternate ending to The Wizard of Oz. Hmm. I love this. Judy Garland. I love this because everybody knows it. Every, you know, mm. And, and there have been so many parody things yes. done already. So many options. Do you have one? An ending? Yeah. Kind of, but I need to look up the character name. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'll go ahead and I'll share mine because I have one. If you watch the movie really closely, which I, I'm sure people like us have, when they're in the hot air balloon at the very end mm -hmm. and the Tin Man is holding the rope... And they're like, oh my gosh, Toto's getting away. And they all look at Toto. And if you watch the Tin Man, he actually takes the rope off the 
thing that's holding it down. It's in the movie. What it's a like, dick move. Yeah, it's like it was. he was directed to do it, but he was like everyone was looking at Toto, so they didn't think that they would notice the Tin sure. Man. Going, like, he's in a shiny silver suit. You can't right. miss him. So watch closely. Next time you look at it, he actually unties the rope off the thing, and the balloon starts to go up. Oh, my gosh. So my ending is that... The Tin Man doesn't do that. <laughs> Judy Gar, not Judy Garland. Dorothy actually gets in the hot air balloon. He takes her back to Kansas, but it's all different because it's not the real Kansas, obviously. Because it's she's still, still a dream. dreaming. Yeah. So, she, <gasps> so it's all freaky and like, see, and I haven't read the Wizard of Oz books. That's like doesn't the actually ending happen, to Inception, almost. So she goes, yeah, they go back to Kansas, and it's all freaky, like with talking crows and stuff, you know. Well, I guess the crows don't talk in the movie, but like talking trees and have talking. You, have you guys? And her uncles aren't there because they are the in the real Kansas. It's like Back yeah. to the Future. Part two, right? <gasps> have you guys have you guys seen Return to Oz? Like the sequel? yeah, with Ferris Balk, right? Yeah, yeah. So I like know. the whole beginning of the movie it's starts. Freaky. It's fucking weird, man. So the whole movie starts out with like Dorothy in like an insane asylum because she's been telling people that she's been seeing like talking lion and yeah. like a robo man. Sure. Right. And there's this like machine that obviously is the machine that's in the, the other thing, but it looks kind of human like, and they're shocking her brain because they think that she's insane. <laughs> Wizard of Oz 2, oh everyone. I know. Welcome. This was, this was not a Baum story. This was a new one, right? Yeah, I, I think this... it's like, I, I don't know. Because I never read the books. Yeah. I didn't. Was I'm this one sure. of the novels? Because I know there is a Return to Oz, but I don't know I if it's I think there that. is, but this is this was fucking Because there's a dark, whole expansive man. universe for Oz. Like, yeah. you, know, so, you have Wicked, you have... Right. Um, well, and Mike, uh, a question I had was, how, how far do you think Glinda was going to let it go before she came back and told her about the slippers. Like, how do you, how long do you think she was going to let it go? Absolutely. Was she going to let him get, get let her get into the balloon and fly away? I think probably. I mean, because if the balloon hadn't floated away and they, she'd have been shit out of luck, Glinda wouldn't have come back. Right? It would have been it would have been basically an entire lifetime of adventure. <laughs> All in a dream world, yeah. And, which connects to the Wicked because I'm like, God, Glinda is kind of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> are you a good witch or a bad witch? Only bad Fuck witches you, are ugly. bitch. I'm just <laughs> myself. Listen here, baby talk. It better be more complicated than that or I'm going to go ballistic. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> did you did you figure yours out? Yeah, I've okay. got mine. Let's, so, Let's hear it. So I, I think that something else happens in my ending of The Wizard of Oz because I don't think that she's dreaming. Okay. Right? So she clicks her heels, right, in the house. She ends up back in the house, and the house takes off in another tornado, right? And the tornado is is back in the air, and things kind of go in reverse, gets back to the black and white, you know, kind of centers up again, right? Okay. And she lands in Kansas. This time, she actually lands on Miss Gulch. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, keep and going. And kills yeah. Miss Gulch. Yeah. And then it's just Great. like, yeah, it just like ends that. And then she gets sudden. to keep Toto, and everything is fine. Yeah, because that was always something that I was concerned about. Because she gets back to Kansas, and then she's like, "Oh wait, but my dog still has to get killed by this fucking yeah. bitch." But they never touch on that. No. That's brilliant. <laughs> that should be the ending. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, happy ending for everybody, including the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. I get to keep my dog. And then you, <laughs> as John Travolta as Dorothy. <laughs> Check it out. Hey baby, I just killed Mrs. Gulch. I can't. I can't do it, John. That Travolta. was pretty. That's good. That's yeah. good enough. Okay. You know what they call a 
Cheeseburger in France. <laughs> they call it a cheeseburger in Ireland with cheese. Hey, M-M, baby. They call it a wizard burger with cheese. <laughs> That's right, baby. Oh. I, I would love to recast the Wizard of Oz and and uh, Hunk Hickory and uh, what's the other guy's name? Anyway, the three farmhands and. Mm. Oh, you got like, well, yeah, Zeke is the third Zeke. one. Yeah. Zeke. I'm literally, I was like, who? And I'm looking at the IMDb right in fucking front of me. I feel like it's me. time for that. And I mean, they tried with the, the James Franco. You they know, did some cool things with it. Great the and James Powerful. Franco. Oh, the Great and Powerful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it just needs to be like a classic retelling, doing some cool things, not doing the fucking Tim Burton style yeah. that they've been yeah. doing with that series of world. Oh, Tim Burton, Wizard of Oz. That's just like every other Tim Burton movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> and the great and powerful. The thing about the great and powerful was I. I actually. I, I can't be. I can't fully speak on it because I didn't watch the whole thing. Because I was like, I'm not finishing this. But it wasn't the wholesome Wizard of Oz no, right. that we know. Not that it needs a remake, but they're remaking everything. So the Zach Braff. Zach Braff monkey was, and I was like, oh look, it's it's Zach Braff as a monkey. Cool. Hi, Zach Braff Monkey. How are you doing today, Zach Braff Monkey? It was so weird. I was like, <sighs> and I think it would be hard to do it the way because if you think about it, in 1939, the stuff was so, like the makeup and and just like oh yeah, and nothing the main was gimmick getting, was the fact that it went to color out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, that and that like and, and stuff. If you look at it on the Blu-ray, you can see that their makeup is actually kind of shitty like you can see the lines under the masks and stuff i yeah. mean it's just for the time it's just yeah so that's part of the reason why i think it's so great it's like those old universal horror films that are awful but great indeed anyway did you have one i, I didn't have any in mind no i i i love hearing yours <laughs> i think gentlemen i think that's it I think that we got some some good stuff today. I think so. Yeah, we've got yes, and got, we got some Zach Braff mumpy monkeys. Mumpies. 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 Let's just call them mumpies from now on. Zach Braff mumpies. <laughs> Words are hard, okay? Mumpy yeah. and sons. Mump 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 mumpy and sons. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. That was that was interesting. Thanks, Joel. Yes, it was. <laughs> What? No, no. No, you're no, great. It's... You're great. I'm not making fun of you. I love you. Hold I, my hand. I know. No, you're good. Don't, don't touch me. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm Mumpy C. Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> this is LeVar Burton. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to have my own name. But you, guys you don't have to take my joke. word for it. No, this is Joel. Okay. Yeah. No, no. You guys got to be who you want to be. I'll just, I want to be myself. That's that's true positivity there. There you go. Yeah. Are you sure that's who you want to be? I'm just kidding. And have yourselves a wonderful week. And now you're going to get in the house and it's going to fly away. Land on the Here's how to play Sip, Peel, Win at Dunkin'. Just sip, peel, win. I want a doormat. Look more closely. I want a dogmat? Put on your reading glasses. I want a donut. There you go. Enjoy a large or extra-large coffee for your chance to win from millions of prizes, like JetBlue travel certificates, Fandango movie tickets, or Fanatics gear. Just sip, peel, win at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. No purchase necessary. 13 plus ends 10, 15, 18, or while supplies last. For game, peace, and official rules, visit sippeelwin.com.